Welcome back to Good Moms, Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. Happy Wednesday. Happy motherfucking Wednesday. How you doing, Bo? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's the last week of September. I'm ready to get the fuck out of September. I am, except finally, oddly, the weather in LA is changing and I'm offended as fuck. It's like been gloomy for two days. I'm like, who the fuck do you think you are? I'm happy because it's been too goddamn hot. We live in the valley, y'all, and it's disrespectful when it comes to the heat. There was like a mini fire the other day. I was like, oh shit, here we go again. Every year. Every year. Um, But yeah, other than that, I feel good. I'm feeling like there's a, I mean, obviously the seasons are changing, but is it just me that I feel like when the seasons change, something is always like conjuring up a shift in the energy too? I feel like shit's popping off. And we've been busy. Erica was blind yesterday. She's had had a hard week. (laughs) I was legally blind, guys. (laughs) She came in today. She's like, yeah, yesterday I was blind. I was like, no, for real. I was, I was, got it. I woke up and I couldn't see shit. It was like blurry. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then I put eye drops in and I was like, this will for sure work. Nope. Then I got in the car and I was like, bitch, I can't see. And then I had to look it up on Google, could barely see the Google, <laughs> and it said that you probably have dry eyes. So then I went to the store. I got the lubricant. That shit didn't work. I drove to my friend Nearland. Shout out to Nearland's bridal shower. I barely got there. And and then I, yeah, I just had to just submit to the fact that I couldn't see all day. My mom wanted me to go have dinner with her last night. I was like, Mom, I can't drive to you. Like, I need to go close my eyes. <laughs> Erica's had a hard week. This so week. my body's breaking down, guys. I went to the WizKid concert over the weekend. And at first I told Erica, but then I was like, she's having a hard week. Let me just tell Ashley. I was like, you know, Ashley, she's having a hard week. You should come. She's like, I've been waiting all week for you to call me. (laughs) She's like, I called in the morning. She's like, I hope you're calling me to tell me we have tickets. I'm like, yes, I am. (laughs) And we had a good time. Wizkid in concert with a live band, bitch. First of all, all the blacks were at the fucking Wiltern in line. It was beautiful. Africans in the African car, black people. I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is where I belong at the WizKid concert. I saw all my friends there. I wasn't even jealous. I was like, you know what? Go I ahead, knew you were. I, I was like, I was like, I'm about to go to bed. It was this. so. I listen to WizKid on Spotify. It was so much fun. I danced. Um, we took a little, little mushroom chocolate. Thanks, Alana. That mushroom chocolate was hitting. Someone <laughs> gave me a little piece right when Essence came on. That shit hit. I was like, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Oh my God. And then on the way there, you know, uh, shout out to Cashley. She's always ordering the Lux. <laughs> the the Lux list. Yeah. I was like, wow, this is so classy. Anyway, the driver was talking to us and I don't know what we're talking about. Oh, like, she told me. <laughs> we're talking about open relationships and like, I just, I want a main nigga who also lets me sometimes sleep with other people. What the fuck is so hard about that? He's like, well, me and my girl have been together for five years. This is the best relationship I've ever had. And we sleep with other people all the time. It's healthy competition. After she goes and sleeps with someone, I'm always like, yeah, let me bust it down so she knows who's daddy i'm like that's right blue he's like he's like let me tell you where you go if you want to find more open-minded people we're like where he's like bar sinister here goes ashley i put it in my notes <laughs> i'm like what he's like yeah there's a girl there with blue hair i'm gonna let me show you her instagram ask for her tell her blue sent you i was like thank you fucking blue mm. where guess where we went after the WizKid concert bar sinister yes we did go to bar sinister <laughs> What were they doing in there? Okay, well, there's a long line on the other side, but I went in the back and there's a clear door. And back there, they're doing like a, a BDSM demo through Ooh. a clear door. Ah, wait, wait, wait. No, my bad. Uh, look, I'm getting the I'm babysitter next weekend. Let's go. Bar Sinister, bitch. Thank in you. In LA? Yeah. What are they hiding this shit? Apparently, right in Bar Sinister. What the fuck? So, I mean, I did. I had a really good night. It was fun. I wasn't super hungover the next day, but I just, yeah, I've had a good weekend. It's been a wild week. We've been busy. Which brings me to our tarot card. <laughs> um, today we pulled the 
Eight of Brooms. And the Eight of Brooms means... I actually pulled another one. I didn't like that one. But then I pulled this one and it's very accurate. Movement, fast pace, change, action, alignment, and air travel. This one says that uh, the Eight of Wands, it can mark significant delays, particularly concerning travel or fast-moving plans. Despite having a lot of energy and enthusiasm to progress things forward, you now face multiple obstacles in your course. Wait, did I pick up the wrong one? Which one? This is, that was reversed. Oh, okay. Was okay, like, that would be not reversed. We need it regular. I like this one. Yeah. That was regular. Wait, sorry. We <laughs> regular. It wasn't reverse. It invites you to be laser-focused with your intentions and actions. Determine what you want to manifest and then align all of your resources and energy to focus on the singular goal. Remove all distractions and devote yourself to the task with total concentration, determination, and will. This experience can be highly productive, allowing you to accomplish a lot in a short time. The other one that I picked up that it said, it said the eight of wands represents rapid movement forward. Applied to your career, this principle can mean rapid movement in the literal or figurative sense. Physically, the card can sometimes indicate that you're about to take a business trip. Hmm. Erica and I are about to go to New York. It's mostly pleasure, but we're going to do some business. Mm-hmm. And we're going to the Harder Soft podcast. So shout out to them their for their show. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we see people. And we've been really feeling super busy. And so I feel like that card was pretty accurate. Amen. Amen. Well, I would love to introduce you guys to this week's guest. Um, we have Brittany Floyd Mayo. AKA Trap Yoga Bay. That flows off the tongue a little easier for me. (laughs) She is a Forbes Rank Yoga instructor, mindset coach, master's holder. Is that the way you say it? You know, bitches. Master's level educated. Master's level educated. She's smarter than us, bitches. That's why she's here for our back to school month, okay? (laughs) Teach us. Teach us your ways. Teach us, Brittany, please. Uh, Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. I'm so excited. I've been stalking you and I'm like, oh my God, she has a a class coming up in LA on October 19th through the 23rd, I think. And I was like, a bitch needs to go twerk and do some yoga ASAP. I wish the shit was like this week, okay? You know what? Oddly <laughs> enough, I got you on the virtual side. I'm okay. teaching a virtual class on the 30th of September. And it's fun because you get to choose if you want to be on screen or if you want to be off. And the people on screen I actually interact with. So there will be hundreds of people in the class, but maybe like 50. And like when they give up, I'll be like, bitch, get your ass up and twerk. <laughs> throw that ass in the healing circle. What are you doing? Not throw that ass in the healing circle. <laughs> throw that circle. ass in the healing, the healing circle. circle. <laughs> what are you doing? So, yeah. I love yeah. that. Wow, that's amazing. Well, thank you for coming on to this show. I know that you have, you know, we always ask our guests to share an affirmation. I know you have your ratchet affirmations. Yes. So I would love for you to share one with our with oh our people. Gosh. It's so hard to pick one. Um, I think with like with the way y'all's podcast works, a cute, simple one, like I'm a priority in my beautiful ass life. Mm. You know, it really works. And something that's resonating with me right now, you you asked for one, but I'm extra as fuck, so I'm gonna give you two. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's, um, you can accept someone for who they are and not fuck with them for the very same reason. Mm. And I think we need to, as as we enter this retrograde and, you know what I mean? (sighs) Both of those speak to me. They should resonate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Both of those. Wait, what was the first one? It was, I I am am a priority priority in this beautiful, beautiful, in my my, my, ownership, it's yours, in my beautiful ass life. I I am am a priority priority in my beautiful beautiful ass life. life. 
Yes. Queens sound like a choir. You that know? speaks to me because I've like fe- been not feeling like a priority. And she's a mom. Yeah. And like literally the past week, my body has been betraying me. Yeah. Between, between the blindness and all. <laughs> it's been, been like, bitch, you, we can't do this anymore like this no longer. Yeah. I heard your story. You know, sometimes what you're experiencing with your eyes, because I'm also a med school dropout, it might be a migraine. Mm. migraines can cause my head orbs. wasn't really hurting though they're not always painful really? sometimes it's orbs sometimes it's temporary blindness so just something to keep see I told on. you I was temporary blind she was laughing she always laughs at my pain no it's a real I don't laugh at your pain you always laugh at my pain you're, always, you're like <laughs> and I'm like bitch I was like really not like, well but I'm devastated I don't feel good <laughs> I'm awkward I don't know how to, it's, that's not me yeah. laughing at your pain it's I, everything awkward I just laugh it's <laughs> my natural response to things <laughs> I care about your temporary blindness. I was oh. like, bitch, I'm legally blind. I was like, is this what it feels like when people need glasses? Yes, like, bitch, it's not fun. Yeah, I'm like, that's how oh. I feel. If I don't have a contact in, I'm probably going to get robbed. Stop. Can't see anything. <laughs> Can't identify. I lost my glasses once and went six months without them. And when I got new glasses, because I couldn't drive, I have astigmatism, I put them on and I like cried. I was like, wow. It's like the world is in HD. You're like, this shit is beautiful. <laughs> it's crazy. Damn. Oh, my God. Mm -mm. I value my vision so much that I don't even really like wearing sunglasses. If I'm in a beautiful place and I'm wearing sunglasses, I'm like, bitch, take them off. You got to see this. (laughs) I got to see it for what it actually looks like. I can't see it through this. I will never take my vision for granted again. But that Mm. but your affirmation is something that I this week I was like, okay, this week I'm after you leave today, I am going to go through my calendar for the Mm. week and really block off time for myself specifically in the day even if it's just 20 minutes I don't give a fuck what I'm doing I have to stop and do something for myself because I I don't know how to I'm I don't be doing that I don't be doing that I just like work 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 and then I wake up and I'm like work 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 yeah you get into those baths where you're like I think I cuddled my laptop last night literally it's warm it is it did produce some heat it did it was hard skinny and hard I don't like it hard well cheers to the new day and I'm an accountability partner that's a lot of what I do so I'm gonna follow up with your ass okay please do please I need that I'm on your head what was the second one the second affirmation is oh yes you can accept someone for who they are and not fuck with them for the very same reason. You, you can, can accept, accept someone, someone for who they are and not fuck with them for the same reason. reason. That mm-hmm. might be for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is it resonating deep in mm-hmm. your Because yeah. I love everybody. I'm a cancer. Yeah. I'd be loving everybody. And yeah. Yeah, I get attached to people for no reason. <laughs> oh, I forgot to say bye to that girl. She's like, who? The girl I made in, I met in the bathroom. She's like, you don't know her. I'm like, I do. <laughs> but I do. I looked in her eyes. <laughs> we made friends. I forgot to her Instagram. <laughs> she told me about her dead grandma. Now I have to check in on her. I'm like, oh, Lord. Jesus. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's a lot of energy output. <laughs> that is a lot of energetic output. I, I am trying to manage my energetic output and be more um, like, conscious of it because i just do it so naturally Mm -hmm. and then i'm like bitch what's wrong with you that's what's wrong with you you're doing a lot of energetic output (laughs) do some input you need to chill the fuck out input (laughs) but it's just like um, it's so in my nature but i'm you know reprogramming as an adult is really 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 hard what i'm learning that's my back to school lesson bitch you could be all these lessons outside of yourself the lessons really start and end with yourself that is the answer right right 
So how did you get into where you are now and your purpose and walking your purpose? I did some, I did do a little bit of research on you and listened to a few podcasts and learned about your history with violence Mm -hmm. as, as as a young girl and child and like having to unlearn those things. And like Jamila said, like unlearning things after like a certain age can feel really challenging, really impossible at times. Mm So can you just share kind of like, you know, your journey to Trap Yoga Bay? Yes. In a nutshell? In a nutshell. (laughs) Right. Boom. Bullet points. So what (laughs) happened was, the year was 2012. (laughs) Seriously. um, It was 2015. I was married. Uh, I have two children. We were living in Austin, Texas. I. um, You were married rather young, right? Yeah. I got married at 19, divorced at 27. Ooh, Honestly, I heard that's the way to do it. Because really? now I'm 33 and I'm like, eh, you know. But um, I had gotten to an argument with my husband, which wasn't unlike us. But was what was unlike him was to put his hands on me. Mm-hmm. And that day he like snapped and brutally beat me. And I like didn't like I was in shock, went to sleep, had this like crazy dream and woke up and was like, nah, like this just ain't. This ain't what, like, what God has planned for me. So I was like, hit him with the, yo, bro, I'm going to Walmart. I'll be right back. I put the kids in the car. I grabbed my dirty clothes out of the garage. And I drove 32 hours from Austin, Texas, back home to Oakland, California. Oh, my God. Where I had, when I had left, I was like, yeah, I'm a Christian now. And, like, I just don't do this secular stuff. And my friend was like, mm, bitch. When I came back, I was like, yeah, he wasn't that great, was he? I was like, ah. Oh, was he, was he like, religious? Oh, we were Pentecostal. Hardcore. Oh, girl, oh. I didn't curse. I didn't wear pants. You didn't wear a, pants? Bitch, it was how you mess. go from that? Wow, okay. Well, wait, so now did, I'm did, did, you grow, did you grow up that way? No. And then you met him. And Niggas he was will pen- make you really Niggas just. Niggas will accept white you- Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Okay, that Yo. is what some demon dick will demon do. Demon dick. <laughs> yes, two kids. Come on. Um, I can't believe you were wearing pants. You weren't wearing pants. I wasn't wearing pants. I'm not cursing. That's some- I wasn't listening to secular music. That's what I called it. Like <laughs> Beyonce. What? I don't know. What? It was a. It was. It's, a, it's it was a cult. an ordeal. It was yes, very cult like life. And so I was laying on my grandmother's floor, and me and my grandma don't even get along. She was like, "Yo, what the fuck? Like, when, when you gonna get the fuck out of here?" And I had um. I had some savings from my job. I was in tech, so I was in recruiting, had made good money, and was like, I need to find myself. And I am not being a good mom. I am just like sitting these kids in front of the TV. I'm just feeding them. I'm lost. I'm I'm about to dip, and I'll let y'all know when I fucking find me. And so I booked a flight, China, India, Brazil. What? I was gone, yeah. So I studied um, at the Hariom School of Vinyasin, Rishikesh, India, where I became a certified yoga instructor. Then I went on to Shanghai. Then I went on to Brazil. And once I like was like, I found me, and can't nobody tell me shit, I came back home and was basically like, yo, 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 yo. So that person you thought she knew, <laughs> the bitch is dead. <laughs> like, gone. I'm an, well, I'm were a... your kids like, mama? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's probably why. Like, yeah, no, I came back different, <laughs> different. But what was amazing? How old were they at that time? Um, they were two and six. Okay. So my son doesn't have, my son is, was two. He doesn't have as much recollection. My daughter what did. But the thing was, there was some, oof, for a moment, um, I put her in therapy. And that was really, really good for her. And then when I became happier, I noticed my kids were changing. Mm. And that was what the dream was. It was that my kids felt like they grew up and they didn't know me because I was too busy trying to appease and trying to be accepted that I wasn't myself. So um, as I became more of me, my kids, they became like happier kids. And then I was like, damn, this is kind of lonely being this like evolved bitch who don't give a fuck no more. <laughs> Let me create like a tribe of women. 
And I had a friend who had a dance studio in San Francisco. She offered me the opportunity to teach. The class took off. Two weeks later, Two Chains called. Three weeks later, Erica Badu called. And then I'm on tour with Sheila Marie, Ace Hood's now wife. And somehow I went out for yoga, but ended up crossing over into like the entertainment industry. Mm. Then three years later, we're a million dollar company and I'm in my high rise looking like a villain in downtown LA. I know that's <laughs> right, right bitch. Right? I'll be looking out like, mm, wonder what the peasants are doing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. What are the peasants <laughs> doing down there? How, wait, I have a question. How long were you gone? How long was that eat, pray, love trip? Um, Almost four months. And then when I came back, I literally would like, find every excuse to go. So since then I have traveled like the whole world. Like we won't have time today. So you got to invite me back. So I can tell you about the one time Dick got me put in jail in Singapore. Oh so, my God. We might like, have, I've seen it. Nope. Wait, I already wait, picked my wait, hotel. Wait, that ain't wait, the one. Come on. That ain't the, the dick one. you found in Singapore that put you in jail. That ain't the one. I was wild. Girl, I wasn't cursing. I wasn't really fucking. Oh like yeah. That. You had to, you had I'm, to relinquish. Yeah, you had like Wait, seven I'm years scared. of pent up was shit. Was jail in Singapore? I'm thinking of what's that? Broke down palace. Broke down palace. That is the movie. I, so that is the movie that made me lose my mind in jail. And I was in there like, I'm a good girl. I'm a good girl. I'm a good. Forgive girl. me, Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Bullet points. Told the man not to. Can't take niggas when they're nowhere. Nowhere. No. And I was like, Oh, you got good dick. Like, why don't you just come to Singapore? No. Oh, he wasn't from Singapore. You, oh no. No, 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 no. I brought him. No, no. You I can't. Him you from can't the hood. transport him. Oh, oh shit. Did he bring weed? Lord he, Jesus. Exactly what he did. Oh no. And they ran through the bag. Oh Jesus. And I, I called my friend, was like, girl, I wasn't that attached to him. I was like, girl, he about to go to motherfucking jail. I ain't paying no bail. Like, fuck that. Call your mama. Is that nigga still and in jail? And it was like, you with him? And I was like, not really. <laughs> and then they took you out? They was like, oh, yeah, no, come here, you. And so I went to jail for five days. And I was in there, like, losing my shit so much <laughs> that they were like, maybe psychiatric evaluation. And they sent me to the psych unit. And I was like, that's fine. I got there and was like, actually, I like jail better. <laughs> Everybody. Can I go back to jail? All of that ordeal. And they were just like, give us $5,000 and don't come back. And I was like, <laughs> so you can never go to Singapore ever again? Um, I got six years left. Oh, my. Is he, so wait, is he still locked where up? At? Where is Fuck he? Him. I don't know where he at. Wait, you haven't checked he the system? He's locked under the jail in you Singapore, you didn't, you didn't Google or anything? You didn't call his family, his mom? I thought this was a safe space. I hear a little judgment. I hear a little judgment. <laughs> I don't really I give a shit. I, I just think it's fine. I got kids it's, and shit. It's you a cancer in me. Mind. Like, you didn't check to say if he's still locked up. Don't give he a fuck. He was a Sagittarius. Fuck. He's all right. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, he, he is. He is. He's fine. They don't give a fuck. It's well within my nature to be like, oh, I don't like that. Detach. Detach, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a sad shit. Everybody's doing what they're doing. Let this be a testament to every woman don't listening. Let, don't first, ship no niggas. No, do not. Don't ship no, no dick. Imports. No, no imports. No imports to any foreign, really anywhere. Don't ship them in, period, okay? If they can't get them fucking selves there, Wait, they but can't if this, come. If the shoe was on the other foot and this was Jamila's cancer ass, she'd been like, is he okay? I don't know. Let me go check on him. Actually, I gotta fly back. I, I gotta go fight his court case. Or maybe me too, because I did no, that shit too. Pop, pop Right, bitch. First of all, after five days in Singaporean jail, I that would be my, my first step into not giving a fuck. Okay, I'm like, don't care, don't ever call me. For real, a cancerous guy to not giving a fuck. <laughs> Go to jail in Singapore for five days. Yeah. And when I saw him in passing, he was like, <laughs> nobody told you to bring marijuana no, I, I, to sing. I specifically told you don't bring shit here. Like, and if you can't leave your house without weed, like, you got a problem. Oh my goodness! So, yeah. Not everybody gets to come. Shit happens. Um, happens. That's so. so weird. <laughs> <laughs> Let's circle back. What, what was we talking about? Um, I'm just so inspired by this story. I want to know. Um, you know, we're personal. We begin everybody's business. Get in it. Was that the okay? Minus 
the arguing was that the first time he ever put his hands on you and that was like the that's what that was like your, your the the cam what is it called the straw that broke the camel's back mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. it was the first time he was like looking at me and i was like i'm from the hood like i've been in tons of his fights and so it's not like i was like oh my god he's hitting me i was just like for real nigga for real you know like i started cursing again and he's just like body shots so we had got like he was like taking pride it was like a lot of joy in it there had been an argument that we gotten into before and he slammed me in a car door and he was very like apologetic and and so i was like yeah you know young love i'll take him back but that was the first time that i had really just like you know like bruised clavicle face swollen like oh i'm in a lifetime movie type shit yeah yeah like it was one of those and so yeah i'm happy that i walked away and i think you know let that be a testament a lot of times people think like that was the worst day of my life and the worst day of your life is a springboard for the best Best. life that you could ever live walk the fuck away i highly suggest it i was listening to you on i way and another jamila yeah i was listening and you said something that really stuck with me and it was the prerequisite for joy is basically experiencing the other end of that and i was like damn like it's so it's so true and i feel like i mean obviously that's your testament to that how do you now navigate in that space? Because obviously, you're, I don't know if your your kids are, you know, if he's still involved with your kids. And like, how do you navigate co-parenting mm-hmm. essentially with your abuser in some capacity? Like, they, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, how do you navigate yeah. that space? And like, I'm sure you guys have come a long way since that moment. Yeah, no, maybe not. I don't know. I'm with you. I don't know. Trust me. Amen. I know how you feel. Um, <laughs> no, it's a good question. But, it's a good, so for the first 10 months, when I left, he was very much like, fuck you and them kids. Like, if, if I can't have you, I will start over. And then one day, he popped up at my new home and, like, had, like, broken. Girl had put his toothbrush where my toothbrush was. <laughs> oh, what? A tattoo of my face on his hand. Stop. Stop. I'm scared. Like, Stop. he had lost his fucking mind. <laughs> and what was crazy <laughs> was, I was coming back from a speaking engagement with a homeboy. And he just assumed I was sleeping with the homeboy and was like, I knew it. So, Biblical people. So he was waiting at the waiting wait in, in my house. And, and then you walked in with the dude. Shit. Walked in with the dude. <laughs> Wasn't even sleeping with the dude. Walked in with the dude. And what's funny is like church folk call you a harlot. He was like, you harlot? What? <laughs> I, like, what? I wish a nigga would call me that. And he was like, you be letting these men fuck on you. And I was like, correction. I fuck them back. Um, <laughs> fuck each other. We be fucking each other, not this one. <laughs> and he like went to lunge at me, and the guy friend like beat the shit out of him. Amen and to that man. Like, and I was watching very calmly, and eventually I got over it and like called my brother and was like, "Yo, can you just can you come get these niggas off my floor? You know, <laughs> it's, it's, my lamp broke. It's a little bit much." And so the divorce was gnarly. It was nasty. It was very very hard. And then when my company took off, that is when he was like, "Oh." I want to make your life live in hell. We went through child support. There was a point where I was paying $6,000 a month in child support. You? Ladies, if you have an LLC, make sure you separate your shit because they can pierce your veil. And all of the income from Trap Yoga Bay got assigned to me and they was like, pay that man. So uh, because it was to, it wasn't separate entity yet. Yeah, it, it wasn't. Like, it wasn't an LLC. LLC. It was an LLC, but I was commingling funds. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Like oh, my girl. first year, and I think people should be more transparent about this. My first year, I made over three hundred thousand dollars. I know what the fuck I was. I was like money. Right. I'm you rich. Know? Right. I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> and then you'd be like, actually, it's not that rich. But um, 
the divorce took almost two and a half years. I had to get a lawyer. In the end, we ended up with 50-50 custody. And then there was a lot of contention. But I quickly just, like, reframed my mindset around it. And, like, he knows it. He listens to the podcast. Like, he'll hear this one. I affectionately now call him my baby mama. Like, <laughs> I'm like, my baby mama, bad bitch. You know? He's beautiful. He, like... Our dynamic is very much like he treats me like the baby daddy. And so this school year or when I upped and moved to L.A. during the pandemic, it was fine because the kids had virtual school. But now they're back in school and my daughter has a lot of say in her life. So she was like, I want to go back to my old school. I want to see my old friends. And I was like, oh, so, so you're going to go back to Oakland? Hmm. All right. Well, I'm going to miss you. <laughs> Call me. <laughs> and so... um, Jokingly, because I see my kids all the time and I call them, but I'm like, this is the year of the deadbeat mom. Like, <laughs> Not, I, this is the year. This is the year of the deadbeat mom. You know, like it is what it is. This is. I've had kids since I was 20. I've never been an adult woman without children. This is the longest stint, and it's been five weeks. <laughs> this is the longest stint where I've been like in love with myself, financially stable, happy, joyful, and fine as fuck, childless. What? I'm out, yeah. Yeesh. You know, so so you winning. So yeah, so now because he's like taking over the parenting thing, like he'll be like, the son is eating groceries. I'll be like, damn, okay, here's like five hundred dollars. Like, what the fuck? Like, can I order y'all some Hello Fresh? Like, what you need? Like, <laughs> you need pizza? You want me to deliver pizza to the house? Right, right. I'll be like, she got my Uber Eats account. Like, tell that girl order some pizza. Don't order extra um, wings either. Don't be doing too much. Don't be doing too much. Like, call your daddy. So this is a very interesting and unique time where I am now thirty three, fully navigating womanhood without children so i don't know if that resonates with anybody but it's it's a different day um that's amazing yeah. i mean i think i think that that's a story that you don't hear often right like mm-hmm. you hear that you know you know the kid is always ha- it's supposed to be with the mother like that's what Moms it's supposed to be but yeah. i have a question though because because of the history that you have with him sure. do you ever because con- this is always my fear because I, I mean we're both single parents and for me like i don't really know what kind of parenting is happening on the other side sure like I just don't. He doesn't care to share with me. He doesn't care to co-parent with me, really. And we're not, it's not a a team effort. So do you ever get concerned about like, you know, how, how, how How the children are being reared? Yeah. And if you're going to have to do a lot of unprogramming. Oh, absolutely. I've definitely, there's reprogramming. I mean, things as simple as, you know, the way my son and him interact versus like what I'll allow is different so they come over you know and it's just like day one is always like transitions day two is like all right so we're here let me tell y'all y'all, y'all might have forgot the rules it's ain't daddy house <laughs> you know it's not his house so I think you know there is that but if we can start focusing on only controlling what we can right true. right and I think it illuminates the differences in parenting styles when you guys are parenting separate. But if you think about it, if you guys ever, you know, cohabitated with the children, there was still that contention. There was still that difference in how you parented. And, you know, I remember when, you know, we were doing the cried out method to sleep train my daughter. And I was very much like, not tripping when she was crying <laughs> and he was like damn you a monster and I was like no <laughs> she'll figure it out and we would have those moments of this is how I want to parent this is how I want to parent and so when I can remember that this is no different than when we were in one household mm-hmm. and you know what's my ideal situation outside of us being married is you know eventually I move forward and find a person who loves me and loves the kids and he does the same and now these children have four parents and 
typically I like his girlfriends more than I like him. <laughs> like, and that's one thing I'll give him. He was not a good husband to me. He sure know how to pick some good women mm. and he's an amazing father. Mm. And so I trust his process and I ask a lot of questions, which I think it sometimes puts undue pressure on my daughter to like, report because she get in and I'll be like, all right, snitch to me. <laughs> What's going on over there? You know? And so I acknowledge that, but it's out of our, you know, it's out of my control. And as long as I'm never hearing things that feel alarming, like abuse, because he has a history of abusing women or, you know, heavy patriarchal things that I'm like, yeah, we're not going to be putting that on my daughter. Then, then I kind of just got to let him do his thing. Right. I picked him. And sometimes I apologize to myself and other people. Like, I'm sorry, that's who I chose. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. He was mine. I did not stick beside him. But, <laughs> but I did choose did. him. Do you think I you'd get married again? Him. What? Do you think you'd get married again? <laughs> Girl. <laughs> did you see my, my Michael expression? Is She's like, what? what do you speak of? <laughs> like, I felt like you jumped in my over. I felt like you proposed to me. I, it's a little quick for that shit. I believe in commitment. And I believe in deep connection and joy. And that is what I prioritize over titles and time. And so I think at best, I could, I could do a commitment ceremony. Mm-hmm. At could, best, at best. I could do a commitment. I could let everybody know that I, I'm fucking with this person. We rocking steady. Are you, are you in a relationship right now? <laughs> okay. It's, it's compl- maybe a little bit. No, it's not even, it's not complicated. I, like, do you not believe like maybe not marriage? Do you believe in saying, Oh, this is my partner or that not, that's even. A yeah, bit, okay. no, I believe, I believe in saying like, this is my partner. I think that variety is important. And I have someone that I cherish and I love spending time with, but I'm also like, yeah, there's yeah. a lot. There's a lot of a lot of fish in the sea. There's, there's a, lot of- a lot of fish in the sea, and you know, I go on a date over there. Like it ain't so great, and then I'm like, yeah, I didn't have a good time. He's like, you hungry? Hell yeah, I'm hungry. Like you know what I need? Right. My bad. I don't even. Know. Let me just go ahead and send. All my friends call me the HR hoe because I send HR messages when I break it off with people. <laughs> What's not working? Oh. Thank you so much for your time and your effort after careful consideration. I do not think that it's best for us to move forward with this. However, I wish you your best in your future. No, you, might maybe, need, you might need to forward me that text maybe message for, HR my, for my file. You are an HR ho. I, I, I can feel it I've been doing that shit too. I recently <laughs> did that with somebody and he just could not believe it. He could not believe that this was happening. And then I find that when you do that though, they respect it, they act like they respect it and then they always, they think you're they think you're joking. No, they, they, wanna, they want to prove to you that you, you're wrong. That you don't know well, they just, they about. don't want to believe you have boundaries I and think that that's what it is and and i know that like you know I, I know that you talk a lot about boundaries and like how important that's my jam yeah and how important they are and like how do you what is your biggest i guess tip for starting to implement boundaries yes. in your life because i know there's a lot of people listening that like they don't even know where to start for sure for sure because it's not easy i would say people don't know where to start where they're like i don't even know where like where that boundary line is. And I say, or when I need to implement them, my biggest step one advice is if you feel like I have to choose between loving you and loving me, then the boundary is I need to love myself. And that's in compromising. A lot of times you're like, Oh, you know, I found out he's talking to somebody else, but we're in a closed relationship. Oh, you know, if I stay, I'm low key going to hate myself and it's going to change the dynamic. Then it's time for a boundary because now if I proceed with this, I'm going to feel some kind of way about me. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's that's at least the, the starting point of like, now let's be aware that, that we don't like that. So I've got an HR message for you. So oh, my God. I can't wait to hear out. this, please. So I said, was this recent? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and it actually is the hotel that I was going to tell you all about. Um, so I said, stink. <laughs> 
Not the name. It yes. started off. Sting. Oh, you already Sting. had a nickname for this nigga? No, no. That, that, That's that, general. It's general. Oh, okay. It's general whole <laughs> name. General I'm going to have to make this very clear. I cannot participate in this. I do not want to be a part of your life. I would never suggest that you meet a meeting, miss a meeting. He was like, he was going to miss a meeting to come talk to me. I ain't going to talk. Um, miss a meeting for someone who is not interested in moving forward. I appreciate you for your transparency and for giving me a genuine try. I will not be responding to any calls or texts beyond this message. Please take care of yourself. I for yeah. airdrop so that I didn't stop. So so oh my! Wait, what? What are these links he's sending? What is that link? An Girl. overview of what? So he told me that I was giving him cardiomyopathy by what? not being responsive. What, what is, is cardiomyopathy? Like heart palpitations. Bullshit. Oh Bullshit. This no, he right? did not. So oh, and then he showed me a video of how I like. If you watch my Instagram, you notice I make my bed every day and I show people how I fold clothes. So then he showed me how he folds clothes like me now. Oh oh but my here, god! And here here's boundaries. You see all of these love messages? and war. Wait, is he sending you Tamar Braxton music? Music, yes. Stop. Yes. What is this yes. voice note? Oh my what god. What is his sign? Yeah, crazy. Crazy. <laughs> wow. We should tell this story. Yeah. What um, is his sign? I'm trying to remember. Um, he was Aries. He was mm. an Aries. I don't know about anything about that. He was an Aries. They're fiery. And it ended with like, "Look, can I just bring you some money?" And I'm just like, "I'm not moved by money. <laughs> not money. money. Not the, the last I... message was like, "Look, Look can I, just I have bring... somebody who can bring you four thousand dollars right now? <laughs> I just need you to respond." Why what? do they need you? To... Why do you? He's, scan- He's a con artist. He wasn't. So he... I'm like, "Ooh, if this man find, he gonna kill me." Uh, he like, I don't do thugs. I don't. I don't. Is that a thug sending you Tamar? This Braxton? was a thug. That's this not no thug. was a thug. I don't do thugs. So. Oh shit. What happened? What had happened was I was out here at an event and I had met a guy. Right. And I was like, ooh, I like him. Right. But he lived in New York. He had to fly out. And so we were talking on the phone and he was just like, I can't take it. Like, can you come see me in New York? And I was like, yeah, I guess I can come see you in New York. But like, you know, I can't stay with you. Get me a hotel room, all of that shit. And he's like, OK, cool. I got you. So he gets me my flight. He gets me my hotel room. I'm on my way. I text him and I'm like, are you excited? to see me and he's like yeah but I have to be honest with you I'm a little tired so I won't be able to pick you up from the airport and Girl, I was like these niggas problem, be playing problem so then what he forgot to do was block me from his Instagram stories I got my box from like a kitten you might have seen me post it on Instagram I'm fucking obsessed not only did I get beautiful jewelry like handcuffs I got satin restraints I got a bomb-ass vibrator. I got a beautiful silk robe. It really is. I mean, sometimes going into a sex shop can be super overwhelming. There's so much shit. But, like, just reminding to keep your sexy in a subscription box every month is just, like, the perfect gift, surprise gift to keep it sexy literally every month without having to get in a car, go to a shop. It just comes right to your fucking front door, and it's sexy time. Exactly. And this month, they're helping you choose your own adventure with their BYOB box, a.k.a. build your own box so you can pick out whatever you want and put it in that box. And what's amazing is that this box is only $69. Some of the vibrators alone retail for more than $69. I got a little negligee, a little pink, sexy little teddy. As soon as I came to my front door, I put that shit on. I was by myself and I was like, damn, I'm a bad bitch. <laughs> well, right now, Like a Kitten is offering our listeners 20% off and free shipping when you go to likeakitten.com and enter promo code GMBC at checkout. Likeakitten.com, promo code GMBC, and the link is in this episode's description. Oh my God. Wash day in my house is crazy. Luna screams like I'm beating her. (laughs) 
it's literally insane. Every time we do it, it never every changes. time it's like, girl, you've been had this hair. So I'm super excited because I got a new product from Talia Wajid and it's perfect to detangle her hair. It's perfect for kinky, curly hair and it makes the screaming and the crying mute. You it's- know what? And our kids have different textured hair and that's why I know this shit actually works because both of our kids, their hair is a little bit different. And I called Mila and I was like, girl, did you try this shit? Because I got through wash day with no tears, none. A miracle. <laughs> And it smells delicious. The apple and aloe ingredients smell so good. It doesn't flake. It keeps it moisturized all day. And it has great curl definition. I also love it because I only needed to use three products to achieve the look. And it lasted all week long. And this week, we are giving our listeners 30% off their entire website. So make sure you click the link in this week's episode description and use GMBC30 at checkout. Stupid. So I watch his Instagram stories. He ain't had no motherfucking gang, bitch. He had Barclays with our sleep at Barclays with another bitch. Like, while you got me in transit to New York. Oh, First of all, why didn't you take no. me off your story? You're a dumb asshole. Oh, dumb as fuck, no. right? And so why are you flying me out like, pissed. thanks for the free trip? Right. So I'm on my way to New York. I'm pissed. And so randomly, I get another long ass text message. And it's like, yo, Brittany, like, I saw in your story that you are on your way to New York because I had post like, hey, you know, anybody up for some fun on my way to New York was popping. And I'm just like, who is this? He tells me who it is. It's somebody that I knew from like way back. I'm talking like middle school. And he's like, I've been watching your journey. I think it's you're amazing. I want to see you when you get to New York. And typically I'd be like, nah, hell nah. Like you being weak, like you, you sound like a fan and I've had fans and I've had stalkers. So like, but I was like, ah, the spite, let me do some whole shit. The spite. Like, You're like, yeah, like, I'm available. Like, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And he's like, oh, where are you staying? I'm like, oh, I'm at this hotel. Nice hotel in Brooklyn. He's like, nah, like you're in Manhattan, girl. I'm gonna put you up in a different hotel, man. What? And I'm like, you got to, you got the hoes on lock. I'm failing. So then, <laughs> So then he's like, here's the restaurants I can take you to, maestros, whatever, whatever. My driver's going to pick you up. I love a driver. So I'm just like, okay, I'm doing big things since middle school. He's been doing big things since middle school, (laughs) right? So now he's like, he he like deals in weed. He like does like Wiz Khalifa and then when they like buy weed and they white label it. So he white labels weed for celebrities. So I'm like, okay, all right, so talk about it. So we get there. Like, he's sitting in my hotel, and I'm like, okay, like, you're talking to me to the sun come up. I'm like, he's like, you know, I was really hoping something. I was like, let me tell you something about this pussy, sir. Like, you don't seem stable enough. Like, I just, I don't recommend it. Like, you can smell it. But, like, that's really, <laughs> maybe lick on it a little bit. Don't ask for much else after that. Right. And so I was like, I'm going to take a shower, and, like, maybe you should go. So I took a shower and came back. He's like, I thought about it. I don't care. You can ruin my life. And I was like, no, seriously, the most you can do is smell my pussy. Like, that's the most you can do. I love you. And I just let him sniff it just a little bit. You're You're my hero. He didn't even lick it? No. How did I I was like, you might as well just put your tongue in it. You're down there. No, because I was like, you're going to go crazy. I got to watch this one. You're going to act crazy. Right? And so then the the next day, I was like, still there, supposed to be there for four days. But then I was like, "Uh." like, we went shopping, had a great time. But there was something a little, like, a little too possessive about it. So then, y'all, his driver looks at me in the rearview mirror. Oh, no. Slightly lustfully. He does. He was looking like, oof. And this guy says, what the fuck you looking at my bitch for? Reaches forward and slaps his driver. <laughs> I'm like, wait, hold the fuck up. He's, <laughs> like, he slaps the dog shit out of his driver for looking at Open me. Open hand? 
Was he was he driving? Lovely. Yes. <laughs> Bitch. Yes. What kind of pussy you got? Girl. What the fuck your pussy smell like? Girl. I need a whiff. Have you ever seen my recipe for pussy juice? I highly recommend it. Oh, wow. I don't even yes. get that one. Yes, it's on my stories. Okay? <laughs> it's in my highlights. It's, it's life-changing wait, 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 wait. shit. What did you do, bitch? Bitch, I was like, I got a meeting. I got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> my meeting just came up, bitch. Just, just came up back in, back in L.A. All right? <laughs> I got to go. I am not about to see this through, my boy. So oh. um, so I'm like, for real, I got to go. I like text my assistant, was like, call me. <laughs> act soberly like just run with it and she like she knows sometimes I'll be on my whole shit so she knows she like she got me she got me so I get my bags my assistant like books my flight and I'm like y'all you know like you don't gotta take me to the airport he's like oh but I will so he leaves the driver comes back takes me to the airport y'all I get to the motherfucking airport the driver takes out my bag the driver takes out another bag and I'm like whoa, 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 whoa. what's that <laughs> stop it what's that and he's like I can't live without you <laughs> the driver no. Oh, the, the dude. <laughs> Look, he about, he about to get killed. And he's like, I'm coming with you back to California. And I'm like, like, no, the fuck you're not. I'm scared. No, the fuck. I'm scared. You scared, bitch? I'm scared. I am frightened. Okay. Right? And so he's like, N- I, he's like, I know you. I know you. And mind you, he was like, I've been checking for you for all, throughout the years. I'm like spilling all the tea. So I went to high school with an actor who's like super famous now, Yaya Abdul-Mateen. I had a crush on him back in high Where, school. Tell right. him I'm looking <laughs> for him. Bitch, I, I've been checking tell for him. him. I'm looking for him. <laughs> Yaya, I'm over it. I'm trying. It's my man. It's my man. Well, it's my man. well, can, maybe. Can we both, can we Can we just, maybe if we both go. I like variety. <laughs> maybe you we know? can both go for be it. Be careful. You know, be care- you know I was maybe in the same sex nudes together, baby. We might Poly, pollination. We might do yoga poses together in the he, nudes. But like, let me be transparent, right? He ain't fucking with me. Like, like <laughs> we, like we were supposed to meet in Australia, and it ain't work out. And like, he ain't really been. It ain't really like. Eh. So. <laughs> But we all went to, to school together. And he was like, yeah, I know you be trying to fuck on Yaya. Oh, yeah. Goddamn right. He's like, I did it that. And I was like, oh, so you why I can't get in Yaya draws? <laughs> you the reason? You the reason? He said he did what? He, he did it. He was like, he's like, I did it that shit. He's crazy. crazy. So anyway, so I'm like, he's like, I know you. You're a runner. And if uh, now I I'm gonna let you get on this flight. I will never see you again. And I was like, you don't know what's going to happen. Like, this plane could crash and I could die. And he was like, why would you say that? Oh. And I was like, yo, let me give you the fuck about this. This is all happening at the airport. At, at the, at the departures. airport at JFK, girl. This guy just walking around in the wild and people, he knows. Oh, my God. I'm scared. Yeah. So. We might um, need to say his full name. People, women, watch out for this man. Watch close <laughs> right. So I get on the flight and he, like, and he was just like, you left me. And I just was like, yo, yo. Ah, uh, chill. And so then that's where the HR message comes from. Like, Whoa. oh, this that's is, that it. Okay. Th- this is wow. And, and then, then all, all those the messages. Yeah. And so I'm like, whoa. And and so maybe the more of the story is like, don't do spiteful shit. Because I would have <laughs> never, ever hung out with this man unless... I had gotten that odd. And when the odd thing happened with the other dude, like I sent one cryptic DM and I was like, I just want to know, did your team win? <laughs> Not a cryptic DM. From respond? you? 
No, he didn't respond that day. He didn't. And then he was like blowing me up the, the whole of the trip. Time. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I, 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 I have no hotels. I never spoke to him again. I don't play that. Boundaries. Mm, boundaries. Boundaries. Wow, that's boundaries. an epic, psycho, crazy that's story. That's an epic story on boundaries. Wait, I, okay, so I have a question about boundaries. Yeah. So, I, like, we, we talked about your experience and how you've like made this drastic change and like that like upstarted all this other amazing shit but like how would you say like because i also stalked you a little bit did some research i know you've had like you know family history traumas and shit like we all have but obviously like you had this abusive relationship with this very christian baby daddy and then like i think women have a hard time setting boundaries with men because we'd be getting digmatized and we are all we're so programmed to be like you need a partner you need this Mm -hmm. person and like the comfort almost even if you're unhappy it comes from like toxic ass relationships and me personally i'm always talking about childhood trauma and how to like heal from it because that's that's your whole adult life if you're if you care about growing (laughs) it's all about yeah right so how how would you say like you've your experience has really like in both ways, how, who you've attracted. Because how the fuck did you... First of all, you chose your baby daddy, as we all For did. Sure did. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I think women have a hard time shifting that. Like, it's one thing to recognize that you have some some things that you need to work on. It's a whole different thing to act on them and then choose a partner based on the choices and the changes that you've made. I think when you've grown up in, like, abusive situations, trauma... Mm-hmm. It's easy to attract relationships and partners like that because it's, it's familiar. Right. Sure. But like, how do you a, like first to recognize that? Like until like maybe it's not you getting hit in the face or whatever, even though that's the case for a lot of women. Like what really made you start acting on those boundaries and the Absolutely. people you choose, the people who share your energy, because that's hard for me. Yeah. And I think, like you said, that childhood trauma, it permeates every facet of your life, how you show up in corporate, how you show up in friendships, how you show up as a parent. Um, in a lot of ways, what we end up being led by is fear instead of love, fear of loss, fear of judgment, fear of abandonment, instead of I give from a place of love. It's like I give from a place of like, please love me back. And I think that is where mindfulness becomes very important. And a lot of times people are telling me like, I don't like to meditate because I can't quiet my mind. The point isn't ever to quiet your mind. It's to create some separation so that you can then observe yourself so that then you can say, Hmm, why did I make that decision? And it, how bothered am I by the outcome of that? And so I think for, for me, since my ex-husband, you know, and like these three random stories I told you, those are times where I know that I fucking chose chaos. Like, I kid you not. I was like, mindful moment, Brittany, what are we doing? How do we feel? Violence. <laughs> right? For a little razzle-dazzle. But outside of like those scenarios that I told you about, um, which I, I feel like I mindfully chose, I come across some of the most amazing and phenomenal, you know, and and I date men and women, amazing, phenomenal women and men who cherish me and treat me great. And I think it's not just um, what you'll tolerate from other people, but it's the boundaries that you set with yourself, which is which which is your habits, which is, you know, um, deciding who you are and not not wavering from that. So when I tell somebody like, oh, no, like, I cannot go on a date with you because I have to wake up at 5 a.m. to meditate. I can't hang out tonight because it's a full moon and I need to ritualize some things. Though little things like that teaches people that like, oh, she's got boundaries. Oh, she's got routines. And 
I'm, and I don't get the opportunity to like take over her life. I get to integrate in it. And that's how I approach relationships and partners is to say, hey, I'm whole and complete. And I like the variety of other humans. Um, are you also that? Because if so, do you want to orbit around each other for, 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 for a time? Um, and so, so, so yeah, I think for, for that, it's really important. And the boundary setting, I think a lot of it, and nobody wants to hear it, is you got to, and this is like a Christian word, you got to consecrate yourself. You have to step back and figure out who you are when people aren't telling you who you are. And that's what traveling got to do for me. I got to, to test my identity and see how I show up in the world. Who were people telling you were before? Um, people were telling me that I was anxious. Um, that I was too much. Um, I was told that um, that I was smart and would do well in corporate, that I wasn't an entrepreneur, um, that because I decided to be a mother that my life was over, um, that I was too bubbly, too friendly. Um, and so I, I, I really would pack that on. And again, it's not just partners. I remember um, I used to have anxiety so bad that I would faint. Like I would just get upset and boom. I'm like on the ground, face red. And um, it was either that or like physical violence. And I remember when I came back and I had told everybody, like, I, like I'm, I'm not who y'all thought I was. And I was on the phone with my mom and she's like, ooh, that sounds like a frustrating thing. You know, don't, don't go doing what you're doing, fighting or fainting. And I was like, actually, <laughs> I, don't, I don't do that anymore. That's not who I am. And she was like, mm-hmm. And so from that moment on, I started telling people, hey, I cannot control who you think I am or how you see me. But I'm telling you that that's not who I am. And you can say whatever the fuck you want to say about me behind my back, but don't bring that shit to my face. Do not tell me who I am to my face. And when they did, it was a two-year stint where I would be like, hey, you're on that bullshit. You're telling me something that I'm telling you I'm not. And I would be like, I'm disengaging. And that's where the HR hole probably came from. I started, I call it disengage. I'm like, I'm going to disengage in this conversation. Please don't call me for two weeks. And I will hang up anybody's face, mother, anybody. And I'll call back in two weeks and say, hey, I really love you. And I want to move forward. And I think the best way is for us to talk about what happened two weeks ago. Are you ready to have that conversation? Which is really hard thing to do. But when you have fell to the depths of hell and you're like, I clearly don't love myself and I've clearly chosen love and all of these other titles and accolades over my authentic self um and you you know how sad and how dark and how how like lonely that that darkness is what you were like I will never go back there again and I will do whatever it takes and so now my journey is every day how do I become more me more me how do I how do I continue to test who I am and what I say and 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 believe in that and what I've been able to accomplish with with that finding of self has sometimes I cry because I'm just like I cannot believe that I've been able to to reprogram my mind and recreate this life in such a way that I'm almost unrecognizable I look younger now than I did in pictures when I was 23 it's insane. That shit will age you. Not being happy, not living as yourself, not become, showing up as yourself will dim the fuck out of you. Like, yeah. you will start looking like a different person. And that shit is true. I've seen, like, pictures of myself in an unhappy relationship. I'm like, oh, bitch, you were not doing well. It. Yeah, you weren't doing well. Yeah, you weren't doing well. Who would you say you are now? Mm, I would say now I'm free. I am free. I am authentic. Um, I lean into that I'm a nurturer. And I am um, discerning. I think that I am wise. I think that um, wise enough to know that I don't know shit 
that kind of life. <laughs> um, and I think that I think that I'm a lover. I think I'm a lover of humanity. And before, I was afraid of humanity. I was I was I was scared of people and scared of interactions and scared of either they would take something from me or reject me. And now, I live my life um, not requiring acceptance of anyone, but also not denying that. And I think that like I'm like, damn, okay, cool. <laughs> Let's go, you know? Yeah, and, I, and I'm myself. Yeah. That's what a beautiful journey. I mean, yeah. whew, I mean, I feel like this conversation is so necessary. I think for both of us. Yeah. And I think for the people listening, too, like knowing that, like, it really, it's sometimes it's just taking the smallest step to finding who you are. And, like, I know for, especially for moms, like, you know, some moms, like, we don't have the luxury of, like, leaving our kids for four months to go find ourselves. No. You know, like, so moms are like, well, how the fuck do I do that? How the fuck do I, I mean, I, I know I don't, ha- I can't leave my child for four months. I I don't know if I, yeah. I don't, I, I couldn't. But I know that they're, like, even me, like, today saying, like, okay, I need to create space in my yeah, life. Five minutes. I have to create space in my life. I have to make it a priority, even if I have to fucking schedule it in my goddamn Google Calendar. Yeah, and you will. To do that, I think that that's really, really important. And because we do ourselves such a disservice and suffer so much, like just avoiding ourselves Mm -hmm. and avoiding the work and not setting the boundaries. And sometimes boundaries can feel, I don't know, that word, I think sometimes gets a bad connotation of like negativity or coldness or heartlessness. But I think you create so much more space for love and light when you have those boundaries. Absolutely. And one of the things that, um, and I love what what you said, a quote come to mind. It's like, everywhere you go, there you are. And people got to, so we got to stop running from ourselves. But when it comes to that boundary setting, I think it's, when you first start boundaries, you're like, ah, get away from me. Ah, Cause you, you're just like pent up aggression and anger and you're trying to protect yourself. But I think the deeper you get in your boundaries, the softer you can be. Mm-hmm. And the more you can say like, it doesn't have to be this big blowout. It can just be, you know, actually this doesn't work for me. Actually, I'm going to unsubscribe to this, to this interaction. And I, you know, learning that is the game changer. So one of the things that, it, I mean, and this is years of therapy and work, but I learned that, um, it's okay to be used. I want to be used. I want to be used in the way that I prescribed I can be used for. And so when I can say, this is how you could, you can empty my vessel, right? Um, and everything else is off limits. Then I don't have to feel like a bad person for upholding boundaries because you just were out of my wheelhouse. So when it comes to, you know, um, people wanting to tell me their life story as I'm walking down the street because something about me just does that, you know? <laughs> same girl, same. You, and so then it's like, well, I feel bad because I like, I'm a good person and I want to help and I actually get invested in people's story. But a couple of things, you get invested in people's story and their success and they aren't always invested in their own mm. success. And so now you've depleted your energy and you could have helped somebody who was actually ready. ready. So that's why that boundary is important because your energy is finite. So instead of listening to people's stories, I have a set of questions and I'm like, if you really want help, you can book a free 15 minute call. And then after that, I'm going to try to sell you something, a very expensive coaching program. And so very like it just is what it is. So then now I know that I can live in my purpose because I'm not being out of order by constantly being pulled to help other people. Because if 
We went to help everyone who needed us. We would never make it out of our front door. So we have to learn to put our blinders on and to decide who and what it is that we pour out to and under what circumstances so that we can then be fruitful in how we show up in the world and how we we give back. So boundaries isn't about shutting people out. It's about walking in your purpose and and in a way that will actually make a difference in the world. And, and that is, that's where my mindset coaching comes in. And that's where I'm like, no, let's just reframe that. It's not, no, I don't want to help my mom pay her mortgage. It's I'm using this money to, to send to Haiti because I believe that those kids are important and what they need, you know, there is that I love my mom. That's just not, that's not what it is. So, so yeah, I think that's also like boundary set, setting, you know, one on two, one oh, one oh two, one oh two, one oh two, yeah, yeah. I think it's important too, like because listening to your story and, and listening to what you're talking about, I remember when I first took the steps to like leave my baby daddy. It was something like traumatic and big like that, and I went went played totter. T- what do you tottered that line a lot? Mm-hmm. But when I first finally got out of it and finally got powered and like, like, okay, I'm here. I took a long time to get, I knew for a long time it was wrong. And I took a long time to get here. I remember I went out with a guy and he like said something crazy to me and my baby daddy used to talk crazy to me. So I was kind of used to it, but I was so not in that place anymore. I was like, my fangs must have come out. I was like, get the fuck out. I'm like, I don't know who the fuck, but I was just like, you're not going to send me back to that place by any means. But I think sometimes in life, when you are programmed a certain way into certain things, you, you forget, you'll get new relationships that are a little bit different. They don't look just like that. So you're kind of like laxed in it, but they, they still like cross your boundaries in other way, other ways. And you have to be like constantly exercising and Mm -hmm. reevaluating because you can grow, but if you let yourself get comfortable, you can still kind of totter and teeter into those things that are, still not quite this but not quite what you need either so i think it's important i'm so happy that you came re like reminding reigniting that fire like there was a place that that stemmed from and that work has to continue to happen and continue to happen or else you can easily fall back into old it is even if it doesn't look just like it you being abused or you be allowing someone to verbally abuse you or you being so miserable you look ugly but it Deadass. You were speaking for both of us. Yeah, I was like, it, it is still, it's still always lingering. And you have to constantly be evaluating the people you keep Absolutely. and why. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I needed, yeah. I needed to hear all your information today. And definitely that crazy ass story about that crazy ass nigga. Don't answer DMs from niggas from junior high. Don't do it. Don't wow. do it. I, I was going back to read my HR message and it was not as direct as that. I was like, wow, I really could have fine tuned this more. It was not as actually love crafting those messages it sounded like you took joy in that (laughs) and detail i'm I'm sure every word was spelled correctly yes it was my (laughs) and my you know i like i'm a thing for words but it's not just i don't take joy in it not joy but like but but you do take joy in setting your boundaries and and also being a good person about it because i could do i could do like all these other bitches i heard like i could i could block you i could take your money i could do all of that you could have picked up that four thousand dollars i could have picked up that cash (laughs) but like i was like Again, every day when you're faced with these things, this is an opportunity for you to to say who you are and show up as that. And so I'm like, I am a good human. I have boundaries. I respect other people's boundaries and I respect other people's humanity. Clearly, this nigga is in way over his head with me, right? And I and I called it. I was like, nah, you could just sniff the pussy. Not you. 
You can't taste. I can see your eyes. Something's like, off. Ain't, ain't right. He ain't slapped right. the goddamn driver. He has zero motherfucking boundaries. Zero. And I'm no surprised the, the driver didn't beat his ass. Oh yeah, did the driver react? What the? No, fuck? the driver just took it. Oh my god, poor he baby. Just, just that like was not the first stiff. time. I don't think so. Oh my. Oh, oh no. But that driver's gonna shoot him. It's also. It's also like I, I want to learn. Right. And there are things that I learned from that. Right. We learn from every interaction. I learned I do like it when somebody's driver picks me up, just not when they slap the driver. Also, right. I do like <laughs> when someone is very attentive and, you know, those sort of things, but not when they're possessive. And so you learn something from every single interaction. And that's why everyone is like, it's all good. You know, they're, they're, I have no, no, no hard feelings or anything. But it's also like I have a motto. I leave everything better than I found it. Even crazy niggas. I will still leave you better than I found you. And I want you to know that like your behavior will chase away the woman of your dreams. And so, so, so to be able to do that and get your words across so that they hear the words, because I used to be very angry, very screaming. And then people be like, don't talk to me like that. You're yelling. And I'm like, but you're not listening. And so I've learned that if I can maintain my composure and take the, the anger, because anger is not even a real emotion. It's, it's a, an emotion that hides fear or jealousy or anguish, if I can take the emotion out and just put it on the table, I've been authentic to who I am. And if you are open to learning, you just learn acting crazy going to lose a real bad bitch. Quick, fast, fast, right? Um, So, so, so yeah, it's boundaries. It's not easy. It's not easy. And if I can take two seconds, one of my biggest pieces of advice for people who are starting, who can't say no, I say, I teach the yes and. Have you guys ever heard of the yes and? Yes and I will do this for you. Or no. Right. Like you 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 set the parameters. You know, like can I borrow your car? Yes and you will need to pay my car note for six months. And people be like, but I only need to borrow your car for 20 minutes. Okay, well. <laughs> I guess you don't need it. I guess you don't need it. Like it's low-key a game of like how bad do you want it? But it's 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 boundary setting for beginners. It's saying like I, I, I don't want to be displeased, but let me tell you at what level I will be comfortable with you using me in the way that you want to use mm, me. That's yes, such a you good can piece have what you want because this is what it's going to cost. People who don't have problems setting boundaries, yes is part of is just part of their everyday intuitive, intuitive dialogue. Mm-hmm. So the and is where, but that and is probably it's hard even oh, then, sure. even with the yes. If you were scared, sure. you're like yes, and can you pay my car note for ten minutes? <laughs> Right, right. And so when, I, when I'm coaching my people, I'm like, and after you say you're in, bitch, don't say shit. Ain't nothing else to say. Don't explain nothing. Nothing to explain. And, and that's another one of my ratchet affirmations. No is a full-ass motherfucking sentence. But yes, yes, you can do this, right? And when it comes to, like, dating and guys typically want to be able to date other women, but they don't want the women to do that. And I'm very quick to be like, yes, you can fuck other bitches. And I will, too. <laughs> the pause nothing else to say and then they can they can make that decision but when you make that and what feels good for you and I do it in business yes I can teach this class and even when you know I'm so excited to be here but I also have a life yes I can come and these are the times that I'm available so that way when I walk away from this I feel invigorated I feel excited and I don't feel like anyone took something from me that I wasn't giving yes you can have what you want and this is the price. And most of the time, you realize that people make you feel like you were their last resort. And here comes another ratchet affirmation. You are not that sucker's last resort. You are only the most convenient one. Yeah. Make it not so convenient to use the fuck out of you. Right. 
No, y'all didn't ask for none of that. But you I know. needed all of those. But you got Thank it. you. You know, there was a collection plate. I, y'all could pass it. I would pass it. You have all my money. <laughs> all the cash I got. You got Venmo? <laughs> No, oh my gosh okay well we usually end our episodes with our guests in a hori and um, I feel like that shit was a hori I mean, oh that, yeah I gave that was the hori that, that was, was the hori I oh. gave like three hori you cheated okay, I, I, I did not I, was, I just feel like you are a plethora of stories you so I was just I'm gonna drain though. y'all of you and I'm kidding yes. no take it like, yes I, I and <laughs> yes, yes and more we want more more but Jamila you said you have a hori give it to me why the fuck do you remember my comments you literally volunteered it's a quick one, so it'll be quick. Uh, 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 horror stories. I was on Fryman, which is a popular hiking mountain here in LA, and I was with a guy, and we went on. I was like, "You want to go on the back, the back uh, trail?" Because mm-hmm. I'm from LA, I know the back trail. Mm-hmm. And then we were like by a tree, and I was like, "You want to eat my pussy?" And he's like, okay. <laughs> See, you gotta ask. Yeah. And then he just sat me up on a very convenient tree and I just scooted my biker shorts down. Got my pussy A while I was like looking at the view. <laughs> looking at the this view. Is amazing. And I was like trying to, ma- ma- like, I was feeling good. I was trying to like manifest a house in the hills, but I was getting my pussy A and it was great. And then I was like, this is so nice. I just love asking for what I want. Mm-hmm. And then I got down and as soon as I put my pants up, a guy walked by and I was like, whoa, look at God. <laughs> And that's it. That Amen, was the story. <laughs> that was the story. Amen. Ask for what you want, even if like it's that. getting head on. Uh, um, obedient. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hate that word if it's used towards me, but he was obedient. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Give it to them, though. Right. You want to be a good boy? So good. Thank you. Um, yeah, that's what I did. Thank you for sharing. Mm, you're welcome. <laughs> Um, so you want to tell all of our listeners where they can find all this amazingness? Yeah, well, they won't find these kind of stories on my, <laughs> my page. I, actually, I typically stay away from relationships. I think I've been holding this for, for uh, us. I'm so, I'm so um, grateful we got the exclusive drop. Y'all have heard, y'all have heard, you say you heard a lot of podcasts. You've never heard any of these stories. No, no I did not hear no. the energy in this room. I'm like, <laughs> let me just tell my hotels to my real friends. Can, can, can we be on a group chat? Because right. now I need to know all of your shit. All like, shit. Now we're going to hey, share all of our hotels. Let me tell y'all how last night went. Um... But yes, thank you so much. I can be found on Instagram as Trap Yoga Bay. That's T R A P Y O G A B A E, and really on all platforms that way. Um, and if you get confused, like Google me, bitch. <laughs> and if you guys are in LA, make sure you come to her class on mm-hmm. October nineteenth through the twenty third, right? Yep. And then I'll be in Philadelphia um, on the eleventh through the sixth of. November and if you so happen to be in Cali, Colombia or Cabo, hit me up because I'll be teaching at some private events there. But I can always oh fun. Plug in wait oh Colombia do I need to go to Colombia? Yes you do. She yes, I, I want to go to Colombia. She is. for a variety of ratchet and wellness reasons. That's <laughs> for real. I, like honestly, I should just start traveling with y'all because honestly, I have not learned my lesson about importing dick. I still do not. Dick I you know what? Erica, everywhere I go, I still import. Erica dick. has taught me bring a vibrator, like a, uh, travel essentials. Bring a vibrator. Yeah. Even if, even if I've never hooked up overseas, I've what you'd just be bringing them in. I'll, yeah, I'll, you didn't like, learn your lesson from I, Singapore. And I will rotate them you out. You never hook up, bitch. I've let me, never hooked up. I'm overseas. going to empower always, you. I've always to just try some foreign me. dick. It is because my best friend said foreign dick don't count. It don't. It it does it's out of state lines. Foreign dick might make you stay in the foreign country that you're at. So. No, just no. being Ghana, like fuck y'all. I found a prince. Jump Also, speaking of going on trips and finding yourself, um, we are doing our retreat in Costa Rica. Rica. 
And by the time this comes out, we will have put out the first uh, round of people who we've invited to come. So be sure to look out for that email and put your monies in to reserve your spot because we would love to grow and get well with you on the coast of Caribbean Costa Rica. I love it. Maybe a little trap yoga and I promise I won't bring no dick. Oh, it's all women, so you can't bring dick. But we do encourage you to find the locals. (laughs) There is some local dick. I found some. (laughs) Leave it to Erica. Scavenger hunt. I found local oh dick. Oh my god! What if we tell our community like invite your niggas to Costa Rica during this time? You can only see them during these days. <laughs> Don't. Do no, do there's plenty of dick on the coast of Costa Rica. <laughs> on the coast of Costa Rica. Come on, I know. Please, please come with us, Trap Yoga Bay. I know. Oh my god, it'll be so fun. I'd love to. Um, but you guys know where to find us Good Moms Bad Choices on all platforms make sure you follow us on Instagram at goodmoms underscore bad choices check out our Patreon I've been like uploading little blog posts up there because I've been in my feels all week so I've been like crying on Patreon so you know go show your girls some love on Patreon that's patreon.com backslash goodmoms bad choices and have a good day bye bye, bye. <laughs>